Hey everyone, Happy New Year. I'm David Chalian, the CNN Political Director. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Monday, January 3rd. As the country prepares to commemorate the one-year anniversary of the January 6th insurrection on the Capitol, we are now learning from the House Select Committee, charged with investigating what occurred on that day, that they have first-hand testimonies from multiple sources close to Donald Trump explaining what the president was up to. My colleague Jamie Gangel is reporting from an informed source familiar with the committee's investigation that she's been told, quote, there's a collection of people with relevant information. One of those people who has relevant information and provided it to the committee is Keith Kellogg. He was Vice President Mike Pence's national security advisor, and he was actually with President Trump in the White House during the events of January 6th, as everything was unfolding, as the rioters were breaching the Capitol, as our democracy was under attack. We're also reminded that we learned not that long ago that Mark Meadows, remember Donald Trump's chief of staff, handed over some of his text messages to the committee when he was initially cooperating with the committee. Now, of course, he's been voted by Congress to be held in contempt of Congress, and they've passed that on to the Justice Department to look at. But at the time Meadows was cooperating with the committee, he handed over some text messages that also were informative and had firsthand knowledge of what the president was doing or who was trying to communicate with the president to try and get him to act during those critical hours. On the Sunday shows yesterday, we heard from two critical voices in this matter. First, you're going to hear from the chairman of the House Select Committee, Benny Thompson. He was on CNN with Dana Bash on State of the Union. And then you're going to hear from Liz Cheney, the ranking member, the top Republican on the committee. She was on ABC News' This Week with George Stephanopoulos. We have significant testimony that leads us to believe that the White House had been told uh, to do something. Uh, We want to verify all of it so that when we produce our report and when we have the hearings, uh, the public will have an opportunity Uh, to see for themselves. The committee has firsthand testimony now that he was sitting in the dining room next to the Oval Office watching the attack on television uh, as as the assault on the Capitol occurred. The president could have at any moment walked those very few steps into the briefing room, gone on live television, and told his supporters who were assaulting the Capitol to stop. You might remember last month when Liz Cheney revealed some of the treasure trove of Mark Meadows' text. One of the items that she revealed at the time was that Donald Trump Jr., the president's son, had been texting Mark Meadows trying to urge him to get his father to call off the riot. Quote, he's got to condemn this shit ASAP, is what the text said from Donald Trump Jr. to Mark Meadows. Well, it's not just Donald Trump Jr. We're now learning from Liz Cheney that Donald Trump's daughter, Ivanka Trump, was also very much trying to get her father to call off his supporters and the attack that they were committing on the U.S. Capitol. Uh, Members of his staff were pleading with him to go on television to tell people to stop. We know Leader McCarthy uh, was pleading with him to do that. We know his daughter. We have firsthand testimony uh, that his daughter, Ivanka, uh, went in at least twice Uh, to ask him to please stop this violence. 
So as we approach this one-year anniversary of that horrific day in American history, it is clear that the House committee is really circling around people who were very much in and around President Trump with each passing minute of what was going on that day and telling the committee directly about the then-president's behavior. There's one more sort of scene-setter here to this one-year anniversary mark, and that is that Donald Trump is still trying to prevent the committee from seeing a slew of documents. He's claiming executive privilege. As you know, the Biden administration is making a claim that there is no real executive privilege claim for Donald Trump to have over all of these requested documents, though it's worth noting that the Biden administration has narrowed the scope of the documents with the House committee in terms of what they really need to see. There were some documents the Biden administration actually put aside and believe that there may be executive privilege claim for those. This will now go before the United States Supreme Court, where the former president, after losing a couple of court cases, is now appealing to, of course, the judiciary's highest authority. Here's Chairman Benny Thompson again. If we are successful, and we think we will be, uh, we are convinced that we'll have access to those 187 minutes of whatever occurred. So we need to find out who was calling, who was texting, who was emailing uh, during those 187 minutes to see whether or not uh, that information will let us know if people uh, were part of the problem. There will be a ton of media attention on the one-year anniversary. Speaker Pelosi has announced a whole series of events that will take place at the Capitol on Thursday the 6th. Here at CNN, we're doing a very special primetime program with a lot of the key congressional players, a lot of the law enforcement officers protecting the members of Congress and our democracy on that day. And President Biden and Vice President Harris are scheduled to deliver remarks on that day, too. This, as some new polling that has just come out, indicates where America is in terms of thinking about these events. And some of the numbers are shocking. In a Washington Post University of Maryland poll, 34% of those polled said that violence against the government is sometimes justified. 40% of Republicans said that. This is much higher than we've seen before on that question. And of course, we continue to see the real partisan divide in America that drives so much of how people view this moment of our democracy in peril. 52% of Republicans in a new ABC News Ipsos poll say that the people who were engaging in that attack on the Capitol on January 6th were actually there to protect democracy. That's a slim majority of Republicans in that poll that believe the insurrectionists were there to protect democracy. Now, the vast majority of Americans overall don't buy that. They see that attack as a real threat to democracy. And that's the rub in today's American politics. A Republican Party that is still bought into Donald Trump's lie that instigated that horrific attack. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com briefing. netsuite.com briefing.